Hey, making the team fans. We got a lot going on this episode. We got Travis Wall. We got two eliminations. We got uniform fittings. Here we go with episode five. is called The Transformation Begins and it starts with Kat in a nail salon getting her nails done for uniform fittings and this whole segment I'm not really sure if it's contrived a reenactment or what actually occurred but she gets a text from her host family and the owner says that he's very allergic to cats and she has a cat and that she can no longer stay there and she's only been there one night so she calls Brett and asks Brett to talk to Shayna about possibly moving in together I guess not really sure why she calls Brett to talk to Shayna why she doesn't just call Shayna maybe she doesn't have Shayna's number I don't know it's kind of weird and then this lady in front of them whose her daughter was getting her nails done and Kat had kind of had a little interaction with her she goes we have a really big house and Kat's like, really? Like, are you sure? Like, I have a cat. It's very, very strange. And we found out later in the episode that it doesn't work out. So I'm not really sure why they even showed us this segment to begin with. It's, it's just kind of odd. But that's how the episode begins. So after that whole strange ordeal, we get to practice. And it's time to practice the jump split and the kick line. So they go outside. It's really cool that they have the star now because they actually have a field to practice on with the numbers and the markers from the field. Whereas before at the old practice facility, they just had basically an outside space to work on. It wasn't marked. And so it is really nice that they have this space at the star, even though from my understanding, it's probably about an hour drive for a lot of people to get to, I think it's in Frisco, Texas. So Meredith is struggling right off the bat as she has in training camp so far. She's afraid of the jump split. She's not done one. A lot of the girls haven't done one, but she's having a hard time with it. And so they practice first individually with other vets. And we see uh, Rachel working with her. Rachel's got a really cute short hairdo this season. I really like it. This is not Rachel W. the Miss America girl, but the brunette Rachel there's too many girls with the same name a lot of times and so they finally get together and they do it in groups and Gina Marie does not do her jump split in her group so we get the obligatory like that's really going to hurt somebody you've got to do your jump split you can't hesitate and they point out that Ashley the Mavericks dancer is got low kicks and so they show her kicks they don't look terrible you can tell that they're lower than the other girls i try to find her in the the group montage that they do of all the rookies but i i can't place her so her kicks don't stand out just horribly bad but 
we know in the past that if you have low kicks that it's you're not going to make the team with low kicks and it's very difficult in the course of an eight-week training camp to really be able to increase your flexibility that much we had an extreme case of this very early on in season two or three with lonnie and kelly joe they got called on their kicks literally every single practice it seemed like they ended up making the team but Lonnie actually did not participate in the kick line and so she didn't do the opening Thunderstruck dance I don't know if it was Thunderstruck at the time or not but whatever the opening dance was at the time they she did not do it she came in after the fact which was crazy and then Kelly Joe did not make the team the next year so kicks are are a big deal and they know from experience that it's very difficult to increase the flexibility enough. And then we have Gina Marie. They call her out for lots of things here. Sloppy, that she's all thumbs, that she's hunching when she gets into the leg lift and they call out Kat for problems with her leg lift as well too. And they call out Ashley for her low kicks. So Gina Marie is feeling like she's just constantly being picked on here. So they go inside and then we see Kelly and Judy meet with this person named Gina who's from CORE or has something to do with this personality test that they take. To me, this is again, another just kind of a weird wasted segment here, but Kelly seems really into it. They talk about, I guess there's four different types. There's entertainers, commanders, organizers, and relators. And so they talk about commanders and they mention Tess, Lexi, and Amanda, the rookie, being examples of commanders. And these are the people who just wanna get it done. Then they say they have organizers who are people who just wanna get it right. And we see Hannah and Rachel W here. They have the relators who just want everybody to get along and they show Bridget and Meredith. And then they have the entertainers, those who just want to be connected and have fun. And they show Amy, veteran Taylor, and Kat sort of in these particular categories. And so Kelly says that, you know, if they have a group leader who's one specific type and they may want to pair the second leader who's maybe a little bit different type. So I don't really know if they really made their decisions based upon these personality tests or not, because as we've seen in the past, typically if you become a second leader, that's ultimately you move up to group leader if you stay on the team long enough. So I don't know, the whole segment to me is kind of weird, but what we do get out of this is we do get the announcement for group leaders and surprisingly, not or not surprisingly, but for the first time that I can remember, they call out the second leaders as well too. So to me, the second leaders is probably a bigger deal and a bigger announcement because you have some idea who the group leaders are going to be for once you have two group leaders coming back and then we've seen heather and tess kind of in the front during some of the choreography sessions that they've led so it certainly looks like they were being groomed to be group leaders and so i'm not sure if it was a huge surprise to them but we get the group one announcement and that is Amy. Usually group one is the most senior vet and they're usually the strongest of the groups from what I've heard from people that go to the games. So this is gonna be Amy. Her second is Miranda. And I have to say, I was surprised by this. So we don't really see much of Miranda, but I, I, I've always kind of considered her. I know people on the forums have two as maybe one of the weaker vets, but maybe not so much. So congratulations for her. Uh, I, I paused the, 
the show many times just to try to see who was all in these groups and I gave up after the second group but in this group in addition to those two we also had Daphne, Gina, Marie, Kat, Savannah, Amanda, Madeline, and Caroline all in this group so strong good group with the exception of, of Gina Marie and then group two we have Maddie who again is a returning group leader her second is Lexi so congratulations to Lexi they also have Rachel W, Aaron, the other Rachel, Elena, Ashley, and then the rookies, Lauren, who we still haven't seen much from, Lisa, Julia, and Shandy. So again, another very strong group here. Group three is Heather O. So it's not a surprise to anyone. Heather was not a second last year. So she was a second in her second year, which is very rare to be a second in your second year, but it does happen like Jennifer Catherine several years ago was, but she got into some kind of trouble or at least got on Kelly and Judy's bad side. So she actually wasn't a second group leader last year, but she has gotten the call to be a group leader this year. And her second is Alexis. And the group four is Tess. Tess seems genuinely surprised by her announcement. And her second is Gina, which is not surprising to me. And last year, of course, we had Kashera and Lacey who retired. And then also Kaylin was a second and she retired. Kelly was a second, I believe, and she retired. And so, but Tess was, was a second last year. And then we have them working in their groups and so they call Ashley to the office and they say that her kicks are just too low and they know from past experience that it's just not something that can be fixed over the course of a training camp and boom just like that she is out she's shocked by this and they call in now Gina Marie they say she just lacks experience that she's already strong but they really think that she's just not ready this year and she's out too just like that in the middle of practice we we lose two people right here at the beginning of the episode and she says she's going to come back stronger and they tell her she's already strong she just needs more experience and Judy says she thinks she would be a great teammate but that she would have held the dancing back a little bit so after this segment we go to uniform fittings and it's really weird because the first three people Kelly is all talking to them about ancestry.com so I'm like did they have to do an ancestry.com thing for the team this year like that was just kind of very strange that she was talking about what their their backgrounds were they are some of them are told to bend over and it's a very intimate kind of fitting like Kelly's poking at them and it's just it's really funny so if you notice, if you look very closely, Lily and Victoria both have fringe on their uniform, which is clearly an indication that those are their uniforms from last year. Lily and Victoria were cut very close to the end of the process. I believe Victoria was cut the last week and I know Lily was cut literally the last night. She was like the last person cut. And so interestingly, Kristen's uniform did not have fringe. So she wasn't cut as close to the end of the process but it's still, um, but she was still there a long time, but clearly Lily and Victoria's outfits are the outfits that they had made for them last year. They didn't mention it, but I know in the past, way back in the early seasons, uh, season two or three, when Natalie Woods came back, Lisa was like, this is the uniform we made for you last year. <laughs> so, and then they asked Alexandra about uh, how she, why it was she came back for five years and she starts tearing up. 
And Kelly was like, I thought it was just a simple question. And so she was really emotional about it. We get a Taylor P sighting who we have not met yet. She's one of the rookies. And then we get to rehearsal and Travis Wall is back. I love Travis. I watched So You Think You Can Dance the first five seasons. And so I was a big, I liked Travis. I don't know that I was rooting for him that year or season two. I was probably rooting for Benji and Danielle, but I really respected Travis and he has by far had the most success out of anybody that's been on that show. And so I was really shocked when he came in last year because I thought, wow, get Travis Wall, like that's huge. And then he came back this year. He said he really enjoyed it last year and looks like he came back with a more difficult routine because I think he was really impressed by what the girls brought to the table last year. And so he explains the routine as playing a character and are you gonna make out with me or are you gonna kill me? So it's kind of contemporary with some jazz elements, a little hip hop thrown in there. And Kat says it's definitely not her style. Again, she's kind of like, I'm not a trained dancer, but we've seen people come through over the years that haven't been trained dancers. Like Kelsey, uh, 50 yard line Kelsey was not. Uh, Ashley, who was a rookie uh, last year, made it. And she wasn't much of a trained dancer either. And so you can definitely can overcome that. Um, the, it's very hard to tell when they show the groups because they show all the rookies at a time and all the veterans at a time. But when they show all the veterans, I think Christina looks really good here. So she's in the front row and, and she certainly looks really strong, which I think is good because I know they, they were talking about how she was not technically in the top 36. So Travis says his favorite is Victoria and that Lisa brought energy to the routine that he didn't even think was possible and that she did not look like a rookie. So he calls out a huge group like seems like last year when he called out a group of people he called out maybe like five people to come into the routine but he literally calls a huge group i can't even see everybody especially some of the veteran brunettes just kind of blend together in the back so i don't know if it was alexis or who exactly was back there but it could make out maddie amy victoria amanda and lisa and gina and rachel w in that group so when they start to do their the palm choreography for travis Kelly makes good remarks about Kelsey, Victoria, Julie, and Shandy. And Judy says she's not sold on Lauren. And we still haven't met Lauren. We don't really know anything about her. I guess that's coming. And then Kat and Amanda, they both tell them that there's some things that they need to work on. Travis compliments Victoria. I think he says something along the lines of he can't take his eyes off of her. And so she's obviously still very strong here in camp. And they... They talk about Meredith, how she's moving her feet instead of her hips. And they show like a slow-mo of Meredith moving versus everybody else. And it, it, they're exactly right. Like everybody else is literally moving their hips and like she's trying so hard. And I can't see any way she makes this team. She says that she hurt her neck from whipping her head. And she's just a mess to me, especially now with Gina Marie being gone. She's got to come up to the top as, as a, a very, very likely next cut. So Travis really likes a routine that they do. It looks like the routine that they learned last episode with the guest choreographer, but it could be a different one. But he wants to, he want, kind of wants to learn the choreographer. And so Kelly's like, go for it. And so they give him some palms and they teach him uh, a few eight counts of the dance. He says it's every gay man's dream to be a DCC and that he's never felt so alive. It was such a cute segment. It looks like it was a lot of fun and everybody really kind of enjoyed it. So then they have the kind of deliberations 
And Travis this year says he's prepared, that he already knows that they're gonna ask him about every single girl. And so he really tried to pay attention during all the routines. There was actually a point when he asked Kelly, he was like, how many people do you have to cut? And she says, there's seven over. He says, so if they're a veteran, are there spots guaranteed? And she said, no. So we have seen the past where they have cut a vet. I mean, last year they cut Tara. So it doesn't happen very often. Um, and I don't know that this will be the year that they will, but you just never, never know. So they talk about Victoria because Travis says that he's that he that that's her fa his favorite is Victoria. He thinks that she's the best one in the entire room. That's including the vets, which he's obviously a big Victoria fan. So interesting. And he talks about Lisa and Kelly says that when she did Travis's routine that she turned into a wow and she's just really fierce. And so I think Lisa is in really good shape here. And then Travis says, well, what do you think about Lily? And they go, well, what do you think? <laughs> and he says that she he feels like she's not genuine, that it's kind of a facade. And Kelly and Judy said they think she's scared to death. He said, well, maybe that's it. Maybe it's fear. And and they asked Travis, like, how would you deal with a dancer like that? And he says, well, I would basically try to make him cry. He says, well, I'm kidding. He says, well, I mean, it's kind of like cracking an egg. Like, I need them to kind of break down so I can get the best that's out of them, which is interesting. And, and Kelly looks like she's thinking that is interesting. Like, she's kind of taking something away from that particular comment. And he talks about how he really doesn't like to audition people, that he just calls people up to do direct booking because he doesn't like the audition process, which is interesting. I, I would think that... I don't know. I guess I just figured choreographers would like that, but I guess not. Uh, but I, I think part of it is he doesn't like to hurt people's feelings, even though he's always a really tough choreographer, but maybe that's what it comes down to. But he talks about Meredith and how she is like a half a beat behind. He would like to choreograph, choreograph a different piece for her. And he just doesn't think that she can get there in the time that they need her to. And I agree. I don't think so either. And he says, Kat is drop dead gorgeous, but he just didn't, notice her and that he thinks that she needs more experience so we get a little quick montage of Brianna helping Shandi and she says something interesting here that you want men to want you but you want the women to want to be your best friend so that's an interesting kind of way to look at it but probably a really good explanation so again this is during rehearsal they call some people into the office so at no point in this episode do they have their little you know, powwow at the end of rehearsal where they have the veterans on one side and the rookies on one side and Kelly says, I need you to come into my office. They just literally just pull people from practice. And so they pull Brett in and they say that she's been getting lukewarm reviews that neither of the, the two choreographers that have come so far have put her in their top 36 and that she's being outperformed and she needs to dial it up. And when they have showed clips of her, she, she just looks... I don't know if it's uncomfortable. Choppy is a word they used last episode, which I think is very accurate. But, you know, she might have time to get it together, but I don't know. It just seems to be a style difference. Again, she's she's not so severe like the chick from Kansas City several seasons ago, but it is definitely not where it needs to be style-wise. They bring in Kat, and they're they're just saying that she needs more time, but that's what training camp is for. And they ask her if she knows what Releve is. She's like, yeah. And she asks if she knows what a coupe is. And she just gets a blank stare. Like, Kat has no clue. And she says, well, that's what, what we're talking about. You just need 
some more be able to take some classes do you have time to take some classes and cat kind of breaks down here and says that she doesn't have a place to live and she hasn't been able to find a place and that her mom doesn't know that she doesn't have a place to live and she didn't get a, a chance to practice today she doesn't have a job but she did it on purpose so that she would have time to practice and she's been staying in hotels and so kelly asked her here if she just hasn't found a place or if she can't afford it we don't get an answer to that we can i can tell that this segment is edited so we're not getting the full segment which is a little frustrating to me because I feel like in the past when people haven't been able to find jobs like I remember Danielle who was from the Jets who was a five-year uh, veteran but her rookie season she couldn't find a job and Kelly was like I'm gonna you know send me your resume I'll, I'll try to make some calls try to send it out for you so I was kind of surprised that Kelly didn't offer some kind of a solution here for her not finding a place and, and perhaps that she did we just didn't see it because like i said the scene is obviously edited but it was just weird because they just kind of looked uncomfortable with the situation and so i don't i don't know i can't remember a time where they would be in their second week of training camp where somebody hasn't found a place to live yet so this is kind of kind of weird i mean I, I don't know what the deal is if it's just the, the cat issue if it's a, like like kelly was kind of hitting at an affordability issue i'm not really sure what the deal is but uh, she definitely got to get that remedied just so she can get the stress off so she can can get focused. So that's all we had this episode. We didn't have any more cuts, just the two at the top of the episode. And next week, again, we've got a lot going on. We've got Charm coming in to choreograph a routine. It looks like they're going to be at maybe the place where they do show group auditions or somewhere else, at least where there's a stage. And then also we've got Denise. I believe that's her name. She's the choreography for like LSU. She comes a lot and she's always great. And so we got a lot going on next week. So I don't know if we have show group auditions or not. They have this quick clip of Lisa doing this really awesome switch leap, which would be no need to do in a normal DCC routine. But so we'll see. But I'm really excited to see next week too, because it looks like a lot of fun. So a lot, a lot going on this episode. I like it. Just the pacing and everything has been really good. And the last few seasons, they've really done a good job with not having so much fluff, even though we had the core segment and the weird nail salon segment at the beginning of the episode. The rest of it kind of we had a lot, a lot going on, a lot happening. So good episode. I enjoyed it. I I think it's good that they made those two cuts, you know, and not there's no need to draw it out. I think last year that they probably gave people too much time. They probably should have cut Melina earlier and they do that from some seasons when you know probably early on it's not going to work but people stay longer and they get attached and it, it makes the cuts a lot more difficult so better to just go ahead and, and cut them and be done with it so uh, we show some people in the office next week and somebody's going to get cut we'll see who it is and brett and madeline s they showed in the office and one other person who i missed i hope it's not madeline but we'll see. I can't wait. So guys, again, you can find me at dccpodcast at gmail.com or dccpodcast on Twitter. I'd love to hear so what you guys are thinking, who you guys are rooting for. And until next week, keep kicking.